Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the next episode of Waifu Wars. I'm that slave that you want some dude to kill for whatever reason. And then when I agree to it, you all of a sudden get mad? Question mark? Juby do. And I am the demon lord, Sobroni. Oh, I'm very, very, very Not I'm mad. Like Mine is very simple, and yours is a little yeah. extra. <laughs> all right. right. Next week. Little, yeah, you know, I, I just put a little bit of effort in. Yeah, the, all right. Next week, I'm going to get wild. Time. Look forward to it. Next week's going to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> you literally said it. You just said, I am demon lord. So, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to... um. You know they don't all have to be bangers. Exactly. Listen, that's why we do they this. Don't. So you got you got to expect the unexpected. All right. If they were all bangers, they would none of them would be bangers. Right. Except for mine. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Wife Wars podcast, where we talk about all things anime, the good, the bad, and the weave. But not your wife, because. Not your waifu, excuse me, because she's trash. Your wife is a great Why person. are you always hating on people's <laughs> wives? <laughs> not, not, not your wife, not that, not that bitch, Hillary. I just said a random name, Hillary. <laughs> Damn, all, you're getting political. Shout out to all the wives named Hillary. You know there's only one Hillary in the world. <laughs> that is false. No, you're right. You're right. Hillary Duff. I hope she's having a great day. Yeah. Shout like, out to Hillary Duff. <laughs> right. Literally an icon, an ally. And, you know, maybe she likes anime. Probably not. But I hope I see an anime. I see. I'm doing good. How are, are you doing, doing Drew? Yeah. I'm about to be sick i i can feel it coming on i'm like sweet. even now as i'm talking to you i'm like sweating like a dog i hope i hope i, just, I don't go downstairs and look at my thermometer and say like oh we're back at 80 degrees. you know my so my niece and nephew came over to spend the weekend for some wild reason she was like let's turn up to 82 degrees why I would literally just die. I, I think I think that was the case. At this point, I think she was just trying to murder us all. <laughs> but yeah, needless to say, I turned it down. But yeah, I'm 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 sweaty. My voice is slowly starting to fade a bit. I definitely was like, oh my god, I need energy before we started this, which is I made some tea, which I not even drink that's how it normally happens i make tea because i'm like oh my god i need energy for the podcast i take like three sips and then i i don't touch the tea again but um yeah that's what's going on with me i'm you know i'm (laughs) i'm sick oh i forgot you're straight you wouldn't know that reference no sorry you Um, lost me yeah podcast Right. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm gonna take it away. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get started with our new segment this week in anime. Um, according to IGN.com, Cowboy Bebop creator could not watch Netflix adaptation. Uh, Shinichiro Watanabe. Uh, yeah, he was not a fan. He was not a fan at all. Um, apparently, it was so bad he couldn't he couldn't make it past the opening scene. Uh, Damn. 
a direct quote from him. It started with a scene in the casino, which made it very tough for me to continue, which under, un, understandable. Wait, was it just because it was a scene in the casino or was the scene I've never seen? Is it that bad of a scene? Like, I mean, did, like, well, but, I, was it like frame one? He saw a, a slot machine. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> well, first of all, it starts in a casino, which is like, yeah, that's not. There was a casino episode of Cowboy Bebop. I know the casino starts there, but you know, I, I I feel like, which is what a lot of Hollywood shows do. It's like they kind of, it's like we're here for the aesthetic, mm-hmm. not for what the actual anime stood for, but we want the just the aesthetic, and then we'll just kind of just fill in what we think, uh, the Western audience would want to watch. Yeah, like I've always said, it's and, and that's usually that. right, and that's. And that's how they tend to destroy most of the adaptations. And apparently, this was no for this is they no just, different. They were just filming on site at Atlantic City. <laughs> so yeah, so he went as far as to say, "I stopped there and saw only that opening scene. It was clearly not Cowboy Bebop." And I realized that that point, if I that if I wasn't involved, it would not be Cowboy Bebop. I felt that. Maybe I should have done this, although the value of the original anime is somehow high, far higher now. So he takes the opposite approach. He's like, wow, this shit's so trash. My original's better. Whereas a lot of people would take the opposite side and be like, wow, this is so trash. It's like ruined the Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like his way, his way of thinking is definitely... Yeah, that's how I tend to think. It's like, you don't right. need... Don't let this hot garbage influence your opinion of Cowboy Bebop. If anything, it should raise your opinion of Cowboy Bebop. Um, yeah, so they went. So apparently, that Wantanabe uh, was brought on to be a consultant when they first started this project. Mm-hmm. And then he, according to him, he read the original concept and provided his opinions, but he said that. He wasn't sure that they'd be reflected in the final product. <laughs> and I guess it wasn't. I'm nope. just like, that's wild. I'm just like, damn, this is so bad that everyone shot on it. I thought it was like, you know, I thought it was like, maybe there's some people hating because, you know, people are just like, no, it must be the original or nothing at all. But damn, if the, is he, if the owner is shitting on it, that's, oof. You know you fucked up. Yeah. The guy when the when the creator just like no. <laughs> past couldn't get past the first scene. I feel like if I ever wrote something or did something like that that became a hit, I would never let it be adapted unless I have like really heavy creative control over it. And you know that's fair. Like something like this, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man, rough. It was just rough. Oh, well, I I definitely want to watch an episode, though. Somehow it's made me want to watch an episode just to see how bad it is. I'm I'm definitely going to watch episode one. Um, All right. Yeah, I I said what I had to say, Oni. All right. I have some great news. Magical Girl Raising Project, <laughs> after so many years, is getting a season two. I'm so Ooh. happy. 
Yes, the second uh, novel in the series, Magical Raising Project Restarto, is getting a uh, anime adaptation. It was revealed during a stage reading uh, on Sunday, which is I I am so glad because this is one of my favorite white novel series, and I thought it had fallen off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you haven't seen this anime. It's super bingeable. It is very, oh, yeah. very good. This is like one of the few, because I, I know so many people dismiss it because it's literally just Madoka. <laughs> like it is super hardcore Madoka style. It is. It's like it is basically Madoka. Magical girls, but it's super cute. And then oh no, something goes wrong, and it becomes very bloody and gory, and dark. But it actually is one of the few ones that pulled it off really, really, really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I that's because, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you don't have to reinvent the wheel to create mm-hmm. a really solid anime. And this, I think this this uh, light series is a great example. Yeah, if you like dark anime like Madoka, and that you should definitely watch it. It's it lives up to its dark reputation, and yeah. Restart is actually my favorite uh, of the. No, no, the third one is. I hope the third one gets animated. <laughs> I keep forgetting which one's the second one. The second one is when they get... Tra- oh, God, no one's going to watch it because it's going to be an sick. <laughs> it's the one where they get trapped in a video game. It's oh. it's also really super, super good. But Wait, wait, that's not... Oh, wait, that's not the one with the genie, right? No, that's, that's the, the third one. one. That's why. Okay, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, I understand why that's... That the one will be wild. <laughs> but no, this one is the one where they all get trapped in VR. It's also good. Yeah. And it's super good. Imagine like a really dark SAO, I guess. But um, yeah, if you want like a dark series that has a decent amount of action, uh, really great characters, I don't think you even necessarily need to see the first anime to, to watch this one. I think that's one of the benefits of it because I feel like each chapter has like a different, like each uh, book had a different cast. Like there's one plot line, but. Yeah, there's one plot line, but there's usually a main cast for each novel that isn't the main cast from the first novel. They just, like, operate in the background and come through every once in a while or, like, have some intersecting storylines. Right. I would say it's kind of like you don't have to watch the first Higurashi series. Mm Mm-hmm. To enjoy the second one per se, but I will say watching the original definitely makes it yeah a hundred times better. Yeah, and you should watch the original because the original still holds up and it is still very, very, very good. So yes, I'm excited. We'll definitely covering it on the podcast when it comes out. I hope it comes out this year. This will be a great like fallish type show to cover. We hope Agreed. it comes around Halloween. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And fuck swim swim. Yes, love you swim swim. <laughs> Um, all right so now that we're done with our news it's time to start the weekly reviews and we are going to start off with vinland saga season two episode three um let's see so I, for whatever reason, and I, I didn't off. Oh, I didn't watch like the first couple of like the first minute or two of the oh, show. Oh no, you missed the most important part of the show, right? Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, I think in their drunken stupor, they convince Omar to like, you know, it's gonna make you a man. 
murder. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just like, what? Yeah, just kill someone. <laughs> no, anyone could kill someone. <laughs> that doesn't make you a man. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, you know, they're... Don't I wasn't worry. expecting the, uh, what's his name, Fox, and um, I forget the other guy's name. I wasn't expecting him to be that evil. So that was a bit of a, right. a twist. I thought they were just, I thought they were just going to be like... Fun, you know, stupid I guys. I knew they were going to do something devious, but mm-hmm. like not just straight up, let's get, make this dude a murderer. Yeah, I thought they were going to be like clumsily evil, you know, like more like, right. well, we're going to try to kidnap the little, you know, the prince, but oh, it went wrong because we're so dumb. No, they're just straight up. Fucking serial killers. <laughs> right. So they're like, hmm, who to kill? Who to kill? And of course, they set their eyes on Anar and Thorfinn. Because, you know, they're just lucky like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Anar, he has, he finally has his first meeting with uh, the personal attendant. I forgot what her name is, or she introduced herself. I forgot what the name was. Cute slave girl. So, I'm not calling her a slave girl, but... Uh, cute. I was just like cute girl, but there's like several cute girls. Um, yeah, you know, her disposition is actually really nice. She's like super nice to A&R, like right off the bat, which I'm just like, oh, she's gonna die. Either she's gonna die or she's secretly evil. It's one of the two. Yeah, for sure. And she's revealed to be the master's personal attendant, which I don't know why Oni was just like, haha, I knew she was his concubine. Yeah. That's a euphemism for a concubine. You don't know that. Uh, this is a medieval fantasy. I well, it's not even really a medieval I fantasy. Mean, it's a medieval I medieval. Mean, <laughs> this is... <laughs> right, I was like... It's even worse. It's a medieval real. So she's definitely his concubine. Listen, you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's not guaranteed. Oh, her name is Arnhide. I'm definitely going to call her Arnold several times while talking about her. I'm going to call her Ari. All right, yeah, let's go for Ari. <laughs> if, there's any, if there's any language oh. we suck at worse than Japanese, it's, uh, it's Norse. Yeah, Norse, Germanic, all them, <laughs> all them languages. Nope, <laughs> definitely not my cup of tea. Uh, so yeah, they, you know, they had their little moment, and then of course, the bodyguards, or if you find out who they are in relation to the master, they are basically bodyguards for hire. They get their own land, their own place to live. And if anyone tries some shit, you know, you can. Also, I'm I'm really shocked that they didn't just straight up. Like, I wonder how that deal was brokered. Like, okay, you you can have my plot of land. You just have to fight other people for me. I'm just gonna assume if these guys are so fucked up, they're cheating, Omar, or trying to get him to kill someone. I just assume they would just kill. The master of the estate <laughs> just take it for themselves. Yeah, I'm not really too uh, too um, keen on how the whole hierarchy works because that's how I think of with Thorfinn. I'm like, why isn't Thorfinn just killing literally everybody he sees? <laughs> I guess I, I would mean, not have lasted I mean, really well in the Middle Ages. I mean, Thorfinn's 
just kind of mind broken at this point. So yeah, I'm just know. saying he could he could easily just kill the master. He could. He he absolutely could. He could kill a lot of people. <laughs> You I'm did. like I'm like viewing this as like a fucking it. Skyrim. Like I'm playing Skyrim. Like if I don't like somebody, I can just kill them and like steal all their stuff, and there's no repercussion to it. Right. Hmm. Maybe it's because they're just like, okay, well, we don't know how to work this land, so mm-hmm. we just killed him and took all his stuff. It's They'd like, be like, all right, now how do we farm? <laughs> right. Like how do we live? Like that's great and all, but all the resources that we stole are going to run out. Mm-hmm. I guess they can just keep getting paid and just chill. Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. Um, so yeah, they take Thorfinn and Einar to the little bodyguard place. <laughs> Einar's reaction is so funny. Like, I feel like Einar is kind of growing on me just a little bit. In a way, in a goofy right. way, he balances right. out um Thorfinn, Thorfinn. really well. Right. Because if this was just Thorfinn and I was dealing with, and we had to deal with just him brooding, being emo the whole time, I would definitely not like this. At all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad, you know, Einar is here. It only took his whole family getting slaughtered and his village being burned down. <laughs> Thank <again>. God. <laughs> to, <laughs> at least he, all that, but at least he serves as a good counterbalance to Thorfinn, because otherwise, I'd be upset and bored. Period. <laughs> um... So yeah, they're like, yeah, when are you going to have to die to him? And then Einar's like, oh, you got to be fucked up. And he immediately just attacks <laughs> Which Again, <laughs> I appreciate it. I told him, like, you ain't <laughs> killing me, buddy. That <laughs> went out of fight. Right. I'm like, I know that's right. <laughs> he actually gets points for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Thorfinn's just watching it. You just see Thorfinn's like, is is that all? <laughs> you just need him to kill someone? Okay, I I volunteer. So I volunteer. Yeah, I volunteer for tribute. Like, and they're like, huh? They're like, yeah, no, he can kill me. And then for some reason, Kitsune is like, wait, what? Listen here, we our specialty is killing people and violence. And we can't make money. People like you aren't scared. Apparently, they um, they are not aware of the existence of suicidal people in this world. Which counteracts their entire business model, apparently. <laughs> it's like, Wait, you want to die, Nani? No, <laughs> everything is ruined. I'm just like you act like Dorfin's will to live or lack thereof will somehow destroy like. The whole economy. Yeah, it affects the murder. The murder stock rate. It's like the the murder stocks just plummet. <laughs> Murders person. in free fall. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so. Yeah, I just didn't understand his reaction to Thorfinn. Um, just saying, pick me. Like he got really. That got triggered him somehow. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, fear death. All right, letting me cut you. First of all, if I'm getting cut, it's like, I'm still not fearing death. It's just like, ow, this really hurts. You're cutting me. I don't fear death, but like, this doesn't feel great. I feel you know? like 
I'd be more annoyed than scared at that point. I'm like, all right, dude, you're like really cutting me up, and it's like, right. I don't like the feeling of bleeding, and you're ripping up my clothes, and I'm a slave, so I don't have any other clothes. Right, like you, you made this whole point when your little friend Al Al Omar could have killed me. I'm really trying hard to not call him Olimar, by the way. <laughs> trying very hard. If only we had Alomar here, he'd know what to do. <laughs> he'd throw those Pikmin at the yeah, listen, I would the way I would throw the black pinkman at him and <laughs> yeah, that would just like create a pinkman sized hole inside of That's him. That's the crossover we never knew we needed the Pikmin Vinland saga collab. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> in 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 the in the um Midland Saga mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at SSR depressed Thorfinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh I got my SR uh Olimar from the from the crossover <laughs> event. Uh but yeah. So luckily eventually at some point this man with the black hair who we learn is like the boss of the warriors. Steps in, he's kind of inspired by Thorfinn not flinching from getting cut. Um, and then he's like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 don't kill him now. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait a second. Him? Right. Also, by the way, I'm like, you can't kill. Like, you're going to get in trouble for killing slaves. Like, Oh, I, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. The thought process was, I mean, they are going to get in trouble, but it won't be as bad because the son of the owner did it. So Yeah, it'd be like, oh, sorry, dad, I killed a slave. Ha ha ha. And he's going to be like, damn it, son, I have to go get another. <laughs> I'll probably be the end of that. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, the boss is like, I'm not having it. And then he, like, punches the shit out of Kitsune. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, the other dude, you two. He's just like, come, you know. <laughs> Line <laughs> up. Right. I will say, I think, um, God, no, I'm going to call him Olimar. Omar is going to um end up joining Thorfinn and um the other guy. I know. Yeah, because he's uh, like he's definitely a murderer. Yeah, he definitely had that big like, I'm a coward, but I can be trained type of vibe. Like, I think Thorfinn's gonna be like, I'll show you how to be a real proud warrior as opposed to a crazy murderer. Right. And plus, he wants to serve for Canute, so I'm sure Thorfinn's like, oh, actually, I know Canute. I can take you there, and he'll probably kill us both. Wait, why would Canute kill them? Oh, I forget how I read season one. Oh, it ended with Thorfinn attacking Canute. <laughs> oh. After Canute well, became king of the Danes. Was he just so upset over... No, because, um, what's his name? Cool guy, Asclad, uh, yeah. killed the previous king, and then Canute killed Asclad, and then Thorfinn was like, no, I wanted to kill him to get revenge for him killing my father. It was like a revenge. Oh, right. Revenge and like, circle. And you killed him, I have to kill you. Yeah. Like, like a love triangle, but with revenge. Right. And then <laughs> it failed horribly because, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and he's like, no, I can't kill the king. Oh my god, I was not gonna just be like, yeah, I was gonna be king. like, yes, this is my this is my new journey. What are we gonna do? We're gonna kill Canute again. Yeah, they they all leave the farm, and then I was like, where are we going, Thorfinn? You're like to kill the king. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, let's hope not. Mm. All right. Up next, we have Bokuri Season 2, Episode 3. Um, all right, so let's get, the, let's just get the elephant out of the room. No, let's address the pink elephant in the room. Mm. Um, man. So my question is, for such an, like, because I thought Bokuri was, like, we can all agree Bokuri was popular, right? Yes? Popular? Yes. Mm-hmm. Season one? Okay, okay. I mean, well, so, sorry, it wasn't, like, a mega popular super hit anime, but it was more popular than most anime. Right. So my question is, did we run out of money at this episode? So here's my thing. That's I'm going to defend the CG. I'm going to defend the CG. Because for one... It was only used for one fight, and this episode had, like, five or six fights, so I'll allow it. But also, I don't think you could have done that fight without CG, because this isn't, like, UFO table. They can't just, like, that whole fight had, like, rotating camera angles and cinematography and shit. I'm like, yeah. But you didn't have to do all that. (laughs) It would have looked really bad if it wasn't, like, because it was, like, a circular room. If they didn't do the whole rotating perspective thing, it would literally just be like a flat. You would just have Sally running out of book and stabbing it or whatever. It'd be super lame. Oh, like you I need mean, to actually show the perspective and like it rotating around and all that stuff. I mean, I think they could have done less. I think they could have done less. I think it was fine. At least it was different. I don't think it was a. It was a budget thing, but if you are gonna do CG because of budget, at least. Make it look good, like make it an interesting use of CG, and I think it was an interesting. Like, whoa, make it look good. Yes, you should tell them that. Make it look good. They did not make it look. Good. It was bare. It was bare. It it like it was like a girl. This is like a C minus. I think we're just spoiled by like UFO table. It was like, oh yes, and, and like Mappa and Matt House or whatever. Like yes, it wasn't as good as the Mappa CGI, <laughs> but and yeah, it didn't look great. But again. I don't know, I feel like there are other scenes within either season one or two where they did use CG, but there are, like, but those were like really simple, like, oh, right. here's like one this, frame yeah, of CG. Right. This was like a like, fight. <laughs> they couldn't just do that. And that's the problem. If you don't have, a, I'm just like, ugh. I feel like with CG, like, here's, unless, here's the choices. Unless either the, the money, unless you have the money for it, less is more. I just, unless like, you wanted whole, them to like, the only way I could have, other way I see them doing that is if they completely change the scene to just make it a joke scene where it's like Maple gets her power stolen and then Sally just like one shots the book or something. Because there's like I don't think you could actually do that scene without having the moving quote unquote camera because she's like running around in a circle around the book around the pillars and stuff. Yeah, but the gag was the fight scene wasn't even that good. <laughs> it wasn't even that good. Like I'm, so, I'm really don't. I don't. I'm not really trying to hate 
on both of you, but it's like you're like, oh, you're trying to make it passable, see with the CGI. But like, I, it didn't wasn't mind good. It. I didn't mind it that much. I think it, it was fine. Good. I it think it was fine. It was not. It was not worth it because all, all Sally did was like, it was still kind of like you know, it was on the side of generic fantasy fight, which is just like I throw things. I'm Sally. I throw things and. Eventually, I win. Again, but like again, they have like five or six fights this episode, so I will allow them to have one CG meh fight in their seven Um, fight gauntlet episode. But like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm trying to remember all the fights because it opened up with the with. What's her name? I wish we her name with the red hair. Oh, me. No, yeah. if you start with Maple, with the. I, I'm, I thought I was assuming the whole thing, with, even though it wasn't really a fight, it was just her like, capturing Casting people, but it, was, like, an act, but it was an action scene. It was her oh. using the fire explosion spell. So, okay. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about her with the, with the ghosts at the, begin, at the very beginning, beginning. I'm like that scene was better animated. Than- oh yeah, where the two the two ghost things. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and Sally, it was just like a bunch of fire. Although it was, it, it was. It, that was where the budget went actually, because that yeah, it, it was like it a was reference like- to. I I don't know if it was a Kono Super reference, but it felt like a Kono Super reference, right? Because it, it looked exactly like Mega Means explosion. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty pretty. <laughs> But yeah, that and then uh, they went through the whole. I don't know why they did it though, because it's not like four that. Four floors of the tower, three floors of the tower, or whatever. And I don't know. I don't know why they put so much budget into that scene because it's like literally a five seconds of her just throwing fire. The fire doesn't work, and then giant fireball, <laughs> <laughs> giant fire explosion, volcano explosion. I was like, but why? Like this, it just felt like a very quick fight cut scene almost. Okay, you can't complain about them putting too much budget in some areas and then not enough budget in other areas. I'm just saying, if you're going to make a long fight, <laughs> CGI, but then, but then you're like, oh, this literal minute of fighting and we're going to put well, the, minute, the minute of fighting is a lot cheaper than like the seven minute fight with a whatever the fuck book that copied Maple's ability. Is it cheaper? Because it looked really expensive. <laughs> that was looked really expensive. Imagine how, how expensive it would have been to animate a whole seven minute fight <laughs> between a, between Sally and the book. Know. I don't think the book was, it was that's probably like three minutes. That's it felt pretty long. The fights were that was the longest fight. That was the longest fight. But it was like a still three minute fight. Like all the all the fights are are usually pretty short. I would say maybe some of them, some of the ones towards the end were a little long on the longer side, quote unquote longer side. Mm. But, you know, long for, long for the foodie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just saying, I was like, hmm, it's giving, it's giving potential mismanaging the budget. But that's uh... just me. I I think it's the opposite. I think they just didn't have any other choice, and they did the best for what they could do. And it wasn't that bad. It's not like my eyes are bleeding. I've seen worse CG. I know. Just I'm I am used 
to uh, yes because you're watching chainsaw no, man <laughs> I, girl can i finish my sentence yeah. i am used for a certain um a certain quality from both booty and i just think this kind of dip below from what i'm normally used to seeing that's why it shocked me i was like oh i'm not used to i'm not used to bad animation from this anime i'm that's why i got confused because it's usually good that's that's a, that's a, that's the reason why i brought it up like if it, if it was an anime that if this is something i'm used to i probably would have been like said something shady and uh, bad animation and kept it moving but i was like i was like oh we're doing this for the whole scene huh okay wow <laughs> yeah that's just how i felt about it um but on the good side uh you know they had like little cute interactions um the, it was funny when sally and maple were like oh my god it's been so long since we paired up together and now we can do the thing and i'm just like but it doesn't feel too long because i mean they were literally in the house haunted house together, they were house houses together <laughs> so i'm just like yes you guys stayed away for like i i guess like a week <laughs> the, right since the beginning of the episode now you guys are back together for the <laughs> end I don't know. It's like you you're saying you guys stayed away. It just didn't feel that way. Um especially because no, they weren't in the cafe together. No, Sally was gone. It was but that cafe moment was cute. Mm-hmm. It was it was me, uh, Maple, Kasumi, and Federica. And yeah, they had you know, it was, it was a very cute you know, conversation. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think that's basically all I have to say about it. Yeah, the, the fighting towards the end of the episode. Yeah, I was, it was like, okay, so this is what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I like the, uh, the whole concept of them having to go through the battle tower um, and like all the different floors with different monsters. Yeah, it was very... Testing their different abilities. Very different abilities. I, and again, Maple keeps getting new forms literally every episode. She has a new machine god form now. Yup. Um, what did she get from the ghosts again? She had, like ghost hands. Like, or, or, like... or you talk about what? She, no, that she didn't get it from the ghosts. No, that that's Sal- that was Sally's item. Yeah. Um, did she get a new power from the ghosts? She did, but I forgot what it was. Um, oh, I think it was like some like poltergeist. Oh yeah, she can control like seven objects or something. Yeah, something like that. So yay! <laughs> I can't wait till she's like moving whole houses or something. And also, they Giant found another good way to uh to stop her, which is just terrain damage. <laughs> the um, next event is just gonna be like a fucking the floor is lava event or something. The floor is lava event. <laughs> Uh, let's hope so, because I, I I would like to see her kind of struggle every now and then. Even though I would say this, well, she, this she did struggle. Is, it was just the fight you didn't like. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> where they're just like, ah, we sealed her her abilities. Yay, <laughs> she's just a broken tank now. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Up mm-hmm. next, we have um. The Misfits Demon Lord Academy Season 2 Episode 4 I'm saying that all the top of my head Couldn't take any notes for this What <laughs> a twist 
Oni and I kind of just watched the episode <laughs> yesterday. And uh, what an episode it was. I kind of don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, <laughs> All I remember is the twist like, at the end. And you know, now I feel like it shouldn't have been a twist because now I'm looking at the uh, the picture of the admin and I'm like, oh, this is clearly Misa on the front of the picture. <laughs> It doesn't look. It does not it, look. Like eh, her face is the same, and I just never really paid attention to it. Uh, no, she has like different lips. She just, I, I she just has it. lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, she got, she, she just on. she just has her her goth mode activated. Haircut, that's right, exactly. <laughs> but her hair and face are the same. And is it really Misa, or is it like I don't know some evil? I don't. I'm not even gonna. That's a rhetorical question. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. Um, but yeah, let's see some sillier things that happened this episode. Um, <laughs> the whole fight between Anos and that other dude who's been like cheating this entire time. Or mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah, this is my ancient magic. Da, da, da. And no one has gotten this part of me, and I'm going to use it to crush you. And he's like, oh my god. And then Mao was like, oh my god, like, ancient magic is like <laughs> so 2,000 years ago. Like, yes. no one's using this anymore. <laughs> he's like the hipster demon lord. He's like, 2,000 years ago, this is the magic that they use, and I mastered it. And Anos is just like, uh, all right, cool story, bro. Here's modern magic. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that was that was funny. Um, yeah, apparently, like this fairy king was was just not having it. I don't know. I thought the fairy king was like a not a good guy per se, but just like he could help them with answer the questions and stuff but it's like at some point (laughs) everyone's just like no he he's evil question mark Mm -hmm. spiriting away spiriting away everyone um that whole fight with misa and uh i don't know the twink uh his name (laughs) was right I'm Lay. Yes. I was like, Sid. I'm like, not Sid. <laughs> Why was That's a good guess, though. Yeah. I mean, wrong anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that whole that whole fight where, um, where Misa goes Super Saiyan. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, that fight actually wasn't terrible. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I don't think it was great. It wasn't great. I liked them. I liked them more than Bafuri. <laughs> nah, I I prefer the Bafuri fight actually. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was something. Um. What else happened? That was because I feel like this episode was just like. A shit happened thing like oh yeah the fairy king ends up beating oh so he thought he ended up stabbing me so i said oop 
So we don't know. Maybe maybe he stabbed Misa and then corrupted Misa into like a dark spirit. Maybe that sounds, that's what they would do. Eh, either way, it's it's right. some form of Misa that's or Misa that's uh, evil. I will say, I think what I I think I've noticed what is kind of bothering me about this season. Oh, oh what? <laughs> compared to the last seasons, is that there's not enough like. I feel like there's too much plot going on, you know. And none of it makes sense. and none of it makes sense. But also, there's two like things are just happening, and it's like, it's like things are just happening to happen to happen to happen. And then, yep. like, we went through like six different plot points this episode. And then, in all of this, what's getting lost is I don't care about half these characters. So, like, we haven't seen any of the characters like actually have any good moments, like Misha or Sasha. Or any of them? What's our other uh, the 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 humans? The girl mm-hmm. with the purple hair. We haven't seen her do anything. Like they're just there. They're like they're not doing. <laughs> they are just on. They're literally just Anos's uh, like uh, cheerleading group that's just following behind him at this point. They're no different than them. They're just there to like observe Anos doing shit. Yeah, no, that's basically it. Like, um, they don't play an active role in the story at all. And I wish... I don't know. I wish... I don't know. I liked last week's episode, because even though it was... <laughs> none of it's good, but at least last episode was funny. Mm-hmm. It was funny in its ridiculousness. This was more like a a series of, of fights that, you know... Kind of, it's kind of mirroring Bokuri in the sense it's like just a bunch of random fights that are just happening. Except it made no sense and the fights were less interesting. Yeah, for the most part, they were less interesting. Um, because we don't know what's going on. It's like, ah, this <laughs> wolf spirit thing. And... Yeah, the wolf appearing is like, I'm the wolf spirit. All right, you may pass. <laughs> it's a lay-in. That was so, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, girl, just it, just appear when Anos comes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to appear and just be like, I'm the most spirit. You may go. <laughs> that was so silly. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I can't really think of anything else that's going to happen that happened that I was mentioning. I feel like next week will be a big episode. Mm-hmm. Plot should not be. <laughs> I feel like it will be. So we'll see. We shall see. All right. Up next, we have Nagatoro season two, episode five, which is my episode of the week. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's mine too. Yeah, I have to be. I have to. I, I refuse to give the same show episode of the week like four times. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> and this was equally as good. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold it back. Right. Um. So. <clears throat> this episode, they're still kind of having this weird thing about the name. Excuse me. 
But the opening scene is really cute. Good, they're just messing around with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Otaro keeps trying to like grab onto this his sleeve, and he's like keeping his arm away until the point where they accidentally like hold hands. They don't just hold hands; they like interlock fingers and. Of Nagatoro's girlfriends come out of nowhere and they're just like, oh, huh? well, well, well. Y'all fucking out here, huh? <laughs> Hold handing like a bunch of sluts. <laughs> um, so yeah, that wing scene was really cute. And I, <laughs> so, and I said this during the live watch. It's the, it's senpai. It's senpai's mom looking just like him for me. That ups- that actually upsets me. That actually upsets me. Come like why? Just why? Like literally the same. Like that's just lazy design. I expect better from Nagatoro. <laughs> I expect better. I'm sorry. Like, are, are, are children not allowed to look like their parents? True. Girl, they have the same haircut. To the- it's a literal copy and paste. Just a <laughs> different shade of brown. No, it literally looks ex- like the cut is the exact same, down to the sh- same strand of hair sticking out. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your hair does not look exactly like your mom's or your father's, and the same for myself. So, da da da. No, that that was very, I didn't, I don't know. It was just a little bit of laziness on their part. Like, they literally could have gave her any haircut. It could have been literally anything else. <laughs> And I would not. It could have been Nagatoro's haircut. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be a whole <laughs> other issue. His mom just shows up and looks like an older Nagatoro. <laughs> that would have been an interesting direction. That would have been better than him, her just looking like the female version of him. That was, <laughs> that was so weird. Um, but yeah, that aside... This is the episode where Nagatoro visits Senpai's home to take care of Senpai. Um, you know, it's very, very cute. They, I feel like we've unlocked, we unlocked the final evolution of the noodle form, mm-hmm. or 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 maybe the dark evolution, which is they're just Shadow Noodle Toro. It's uh, it's like a uh, Sakura from Heaven's Field, but it's like Dark Sakura. It's like Dark <laughs> Nagatoro. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's corrupted by the Grail Nagatoro. Corrupted <laughs> <laughs> by the Grail Noodle Nagatoro. Uh, that was cute. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, that scene where he's like having a fever dream and calls her by her name. Oh, that was. I think that's kind of what made episode of the week for me because I was just like, oh, that was a cute moment. That was really sweet. And she's like, oh my God, no, say it again. She's like asking him to say it again, like begging him. <laughs> basically. Say my name. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a really sweet scene. And she and she's like very cute, like you know. I love the parts of Nagatoro where they show her, her um, her softer, more feminine, less bitchy side. <laughs> you know, I like the balance for yeah. sure. 
Oh, what about you, Ani? What, what were your some favorite moments? Um, I just seeing Nagataro in general, having her like I liked that it was like a flip of last week's episode of her of him going to see her and being all uh him being yeah. all uncomfortable around her. This time it's her turn to be uncomfortable around him. So just seeing that like flip and just having her being super shy and cute and even at the end going in like close to him only for his mother to show up and her to just like bounce i thought she was gonna pull the same thing he did and like hide in the closet (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't think she'd just come out the way because first of all i'd be like um so who the fuck are you and why is there a girl i don't know my house why are you in my house (laughs) Right, like most people would not react the way Senpai's <laughs> mom did. Well, that's why Senpai's mom is cool. Yeah, well, certainly not that haircut. <laughs> she makes up for her, her haircut with her uh, cool personality. Yeah, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Overall, it's very, very cute anime. Or cute, mm. sorry, very cute episode this week. It was also a cute anime, but yes. Yes. All right, last but not least, we have um, Kyoko Suiri Season 2, Episode 4. Which would have been my episode. And then this is not the last show. Which would have been oh, my episode. Not, like. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, right. Oop. My bad. You almost gave me like, oh, I'm like, wow, it really was a short week this week. <laughs> Um, so we get the conclusion of the Yuki Ona arc. No, first of all, not Oni being right. Yes, I was right. I was like, why did they have that one-off phone conversation? I'm like, it made no sense. I thought, I know, because in my mind, I thought it'd be too simple because I'm just like, okay, that's the only girl that we know in the story. It can't be that. There was no way it could be that simple. And they were just like, actually. <laughs> actually, it is that simple. Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting an Umineko level mystery <laughs> of a three episode arc me neither um but damn I there's only so many suspects i'm like it's either him yuki owner or this random girl that we've never seen that just he just called <laughs> for five seconds uh i was half expecting them to just be like oh actually she killed herself she was just so crazy she like tripped too, and fell me, and too, me too me too me too me too absolutely that did not happen mm. um so I will say the reason why this is not my episode of the week is because and don't get me wrong, I love the talking, love the dialogue, the banter. Mm. It just those so kind of just I don't know. It, I feel like the reveal was a little too soon for me. And then we just kinda like and then we we're just like decompressing from the revelation. Yeah, they kind of revealed it early on, and then like the rest of the episode was them justifying why they, why she knew it, and why he's not a suspect. Although I do think it was really cool that they went into detail about like, well, like, well, you were so suspicious that you clearly weren't the person because you were just so yeah, yeah. you were acting so dumb and giving him so much information that <laughs> <laughs> right. There's like, there's no way he could outright <laughs> be the murderer. No one's mm-hmm. that. Um. <clears throat> and I will say that one thing I I feel like not everyone's gonna appreciate this, but uh, I feel like she w- Koroko was very she made it 
it, they made it very clear that she was she did the way she did to like kind of preserve his mental health to the best of her ability mm-hmm. <laughs> the way she thought would help her the best because they kept saying stuff like oh no we we needed him to stay on we didn't want him to be too depressed like that was a constant like theme in the episode throughout the episode they're just like yeah we did this so <laughs> like i don't know he so he could have faith in humanity again mm-hmm. because, <laughs> because the news is going to be pretty rough because you know it yet again someone <laughs> that he thought was really close kind of betrayed him even though this time it's not like they were tr- you know the the culprit nagisa she wasn't really trying Mm-hmm. To do anything too bad to him, but you know, typical kind of Andre behavior, you know. Yeah, right. Kind of murdered it, the ex-wife, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for it to end up like this. I didn't know killing your wife would lead to such things. Right. So that happened, and yeah, no, it was it was very. They were very intentional with that, mm-hmm. the knowing that it's like, yeah, he's been through a lot. We need to let him down in a way that's, you know, not going to make him want to drink bleach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad that, he, mm-hmm. saying, I'm glad he, that they also got their, like, happy ending, and it wasn't too, like, uh, right. I want to say too moral- more, I guess, morally, like, oh, the moral of the lesson is humans and yokai can't live together. Separate you two. No, Kotoko was just like, nah, you're fine. You can fuck each other, have fun, live your life. Just right, and and the gag was, she, and the gag was, she was like, you know, they left. She left the place, telling Kuro, like, yeah, they're probably not gonna last, but. <laughs> but yeah. And even um, Muroi also kind of was thinking the same thing. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this might not last forever for, you know, kind of obvious reasons. Like, even if they got along forever and ever and ever, like, yeah. he's still going to die. And she's not. But he admitted to himself that's like, oh, yeah, you know, we have different values and the lifespan thing. But um, he's like, yeah, I just, I'm just, here for the ride as well, you know, just enjoy what we have now. So it's like hmm, very I that's what I like the show. It's very intentional mm-hmm. with these uh themes, but they're not like like you said, they're not they're not seeped in morality. Right. They're just seeped in like what the situation is. Yeah, it's just like an objective, logical look at the uh situation. Right. Even though I'm just like I don't think you need to do all that. Just make sure you could, you know, hear the truth. But mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. If you were in her spot, your your the episode would have been like it would have been half an episode arc. You'd been like, uh, <laughs> it was your coworker. She killed your wife to frame you because she loves you. Bye. I gotta go get dinner. <laughs> I'm. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will not confirm nor deny mm. that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's how most people would break it down. Yeah, I don't probably. think you're gonna... <laughs> I don't see you you peppering, you know, oh, <laughs> you 
know how someone <laughs> you know how someone like really loves you yeah. like, when a loves woman you loves all. a man very very much sometimes she kills that man's ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> and you know she sometimes she works with you mm-hmm. it's not just a, she killed your wife yes. <laughs> <laughs> play like a game of clue and just have <laughs> reveal be like the murderer was Nagisa with a knife on the riverbank Excuse me, it was a hammer. Mm, sorry. Also, yeah, I'm kind of glad. Like, they were just like, "Oh yeah, the marker thing wasn't that strong." I was like, "Thank you for saying that." Because yeah, oh yeah. I thought the same thing. I was just like, "She wrote." I'm like, in her death, she wrote it on her hand, like Ma. Like, first of all, Ma can be like a billion things. Mm-hmm. So. Wait, I need to buy mushrooms. <laughs> no, not mushrooms. <laughs> Wait, I need to ten, ten, ten mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, if you ever see, if I die and you see writing on my, you see just M A on my hand, just assume it means mush. <laughs> I was like, oh. No, it's like, no, someone quick, get me his FGO account. He needs to do something with Mosh, help. We found, <laughs> we found Soberoni's dead body. On his hand, he had the character N-E and then R-O. Do you know what this means? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was... It it was a yeah it was it was an episode where they kind of wrap things up. I hope we get to see Yukiona again. I want that's what I was literally about to say. I hope we see them again. I like them as a couple. They're very mm-hmm. fun. Excuse me. Okay, now is this last but not least? Yes. No, this is last yes. but not least. Last but not least, you have Tunurize episode four. How could you um, forget your favorite Sundre rich girl? Right. How could I forget? Um. So, Lise invites, or she was trying to invite Teen <laughs> to stay with her for summer break, even though it definitely came out as like her doing an inspection. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun. Um. And then Fiend just drops, randomly drops some info like, oh yeah, by the way, my mom pissed off some nobles. <laughs> she's kind of on the run. Oh, she's on the run for her life. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> you know how it is, parents. <laughs> and then I love now that like, you know, when the prince is around Lise and she's trying to say, do something nice, the prince can kind of translate now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's gotten a new skill. He can read Sundre. <laughs> um, and then, oh my god, her being so excited for it, but then she, you know, gets into Sundere mode. I was like, oh, this is so great. Yes, the Sundere. Mm-hmm. So good. And then she's like, oh, I don't know. Fiend's like, I don't know if I should come. And she's like, oh, guys, all the biggest seafood. Oh, yeah. And then we have the best meats. And she's like, yes. Yes. I love food, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
And then, you know, I actually like that the girl's friendship definitely makes, like, really big uh, progression this episode where Fiend opens up about her mom, her relationship with her. And then they talk about Bal and his out of nowhere proposal of love, Mm -hmm. I guess. And apparently, according to uh, Talise, Bal is ready to give it all up. Yeah, I'm like, that was quick. <laughs> I, know, I, I like, will renounce all my inheritance and everything I own to be with her. <laughs> like, dude, you just like met her. I'm like, damn, is the pussy like that? <laughs> <laughs> is it like that? Like, oh my gosh. Especially since, uh, you know, Lisa lots sisters aren't too bad you know yeah but he doesn't want to fuck his cousins and i can understand yeah, that. it's a middle ages you know it's a medieval mm. fantasy i'm glad i'm glad for the first time someone <laughs> in, in this case is like oh no i don't want to have sex with the children like like the the children of my uncle <laughs> i don't want to have sex with them or marry them or procreate with them so you know, I'm get, I'm glad someone gets it. <laughs> um. Also, and I feel like this is just in general though. I Endo Endo's voice acting is really fun. I actually really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. He just has those moments where it does feel like he's with us, the audience, and he's just like, oh, like, like. You know, his reactions are very over the top. Yeah, I like that he gets into it and he's like not as, like he's, when he's not doing the commentary, he's all stoic and like shy and normal and right. the protagonist. When he's into it, he's like, oh, yes. Time to go full nerd mode. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I actually like that a lot about him, though. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the twins are, <laughs> the twins are funny because they're very, very just typical like preteens. Like <laughs> they're over Fiend when Fiend Fiend is just saying, "Oh my God, this is beautiful," and and they're like, "Oh, we get it. Everything's beautiful." Yeah. But you know, they're spoiled and rich, so they're used to these yeah. kind of views. Uh, especially when right after Lisa calls them for tea, and the twins just book it. Yeah, later. I do like that this was whole. This whole thing was basically just a. Uh... The medieval rich girls version of just like a girls' night, like a girls' slumber party thing. Basically, girls' night. Uh, out. Excuse me. Girls' night out. <laughs> girls' night out. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> they do feel girl. sisterly, though. I think Fina yeah. and, and Lisa do have a good sisterly relationship. I agree. Um. Speaking of family, you see this crazy figure punch through a, a wall, and apparently, you see a man who might be uh, um, Lisa's dad, because she's because you know she punches the wall. She sees a figure. She's like Otosan or something like that. Yeah, episode took a turn at the end. It was like, oh, sure. we're having fun. And then wall sorry gets punched to a wall. Like, oh, right. My dad, no. And then we see uh, oh, there's one with pink hair, which we can only assume is Fiend's mom. Mm-hmm. 
So we're just like, oh, I guess we get to meet all the parents. Yay. It's funny because so I, I was playing, um, before I watched this, I was playing the new Fire Emblem. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is just Fire Emblem. <laughs> it felt so much like Fire Emblem. Wait, you said the new Fire Emblem? Yeah. I, I, I'm confused. How's, how's that? Is the, the, if it's a new Fire Emblem, how should it not be like Fire Emblem? Should there, is there supposed to be a difference? Between this show and Fire Emblem? Oh. Oh, this show. Yeah, I'm like, this show, is, I, I played Fire Emblem before watching this episode, and I was like, oh, this episode, is, it literally just feels like Fire Emblem. Mm. Where it's just a medieval fantasy. Where, I mean, it, this could just pass as a Fire Emblem game. <laughs> I mean... Even the character design is very Fire Emblem-esque. That is true. That is actually true. Um... Yeah, I can't wait to see what the mom is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say about Tuna Elise. And I think that is it for our weekly reviews. I think we're done here. All right. So, guys, if you enjoyed this episode of the Wife of War podcast, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe so you catch every episode as they go up every week. If you haven't already, do follow us over on Twitch, follow us on Twitter, and join the party in our Discord, all linked in the description down below. You can even become a channel member or patron and join us for our weekly live watches. This season, we're watching Nagatoro and Vinland Saga. So if that sounds interesting to you, you know what to do. Andrew, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, we, today is, not today, sorry, tomorrow, last day of January, and then starts Black History Month. Get ready for all the the puns, the posts, and the memes. It's going to be a good time, a good month indeed. Yes, and we will be looking forward to it. Until next time, this has been Soberoni and... Do you do? I'll catch you later. Later! Bye!